The audio you are about to hear has been extracted from a YouTube live. I will start, I'll go back, watch the playback, and it started in the middle of a sentence. So I'm just going to wait two more seconds, and there we go. Peace, Truth Tribe. I am author, counselor, and coach Zara Hairston, helping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. And you can visit ZaraHairston.com slash help me for a list of ways I may be able to help you do just that. Um, I really hate myself. Um, this is for people who actually feel that, you know what, I hope my phone doesn't get too hot because it is really hot right now. Um, this is for people who actually really feel that way but don't know it. And sometimes we can, the danger in this thought, thinking this thought, not tracing it back to where it comes from, processing it and peace caravan of y'all and throwing it down to where it belongs is that we can actually go through life believing that the most high Yahuwah hates us like literally hates us right so let's talk about it um we as humans have this tendency peace rainy pal we as humans have this tendency to be in a toxic environment surrounded by toxic people especially if you were a child and you didn't have any choice you know what you were brought into seeds being planted in your mind and your heart about who you are that are in total opposite of what the most high says about you we grow up we get into other relationships we may be toxic to them because we haven't healed it's mad flies out here in my bad y'all um we may peace Juanita Yisrael we may be uh like I said, toxic to other people because we haven't healed. I know when I wasn't healed, I had some toxic tendencies. Uh, or if we do heal, but it's like an, an impartial healing <laughs> where it's like um, we're healed enough to see what we need to see, but not enough to do anything about it. I don't know if y'all know what that means, but some of us sometimes we'll know what we need to do, but we just have a hard time actually believing who people believing that people are what they show us and you know we go in circles and we stay in this cycle right one of the dangers of being under the influence of a toxic person being um attached to a toxic person just being in a relationship with a toxic person is that the enemy and i've talked about this before that the enemy has access to use them to get through you see you're trying to fix your life heal your life get yourself together this person is not a toxic person the dangers that we have uh, with toxic people is that we think they are we think we have the same goal is to make the relationship better toxic people don't their goal is not to make the relationship better that's not their goal they're not healing they're not changing they're not repenting so your goal is going to be different if you are changing and healing and repenting and so when you put yourself in a position with someone who's not doing that you'll find yourself in an emotional roller coaster and they can often say things that are very hurtful and damaging to you that cause you 
to say what the title of this video is, which is I hate myself and you don't even really know it. So let me give you an example. There was, there's someone that I've, I've talked to a number of times, right? In the past. And this is not currently someone that I speak to, right? And one of the things that they always struggled with was believing that they were uh, like really stupid, I'll just say. They didn't use that word, but to say, you know, I don't really know the word, I don't really know y'all, I don't know what I'm talking about. When other people talk about the most high, hold on y'all. I don't know if it's, I decided to sit outside today and I'm a little hot, <laughs> but we gonna see, we gonna see how this works and I gotta get ready to go because I gotta teach a class in a minute. But um, this person had such spiritual insight, but because she was around such toxic people, she never knew that it existed. She thought she was stupid. She thought she had no wisdom, no spiritual discernment, no spiritual insight, when she was actually the one who had it more than anybody that was around her. I mean, it was incredible the way she saw the word, uh, the truth that she could spot out, her interpretation, her revelations. It was, it was, it was just like, it was amazing. But because someone had told her you don't know the word. You don't do this right. You need to be a better this. You need to be focusing on this. That's all she could hear, right? So this is a human being telling her these things. And somehow what we do as human beings is we translate what a human being has said about us to somehow now being what the Most High has said about us. And now we rehearse in our mind, even though we may never say it, even though we may never confess it, it's inside of us that the Most High thinks I'm stupid. The Most High don't like me. The Most High can't use me. The Most High is not on my side. The Most High don't love me. The Most High don't accept my repentance. The Most High said that if I repent, he'll cleanse me, but I don't really think he forgave me. And a lot of times we don't realize it's because of what the, the people, the connections around us are doing to us we're believing what they say about us and we're naturally attributing that to the most high. We don't even realize we're doing it sometimes. And so sometimes when people get out of this fear of influence of such toxic people, they suddenly start to love themselves in a healthy way. They suddenly start to realize they're not as stupid after all. They suddenly start to realize they're not as unloving as they were told, they were told that they were. They're not as selfish, disrespectful, egotistical, this, this, and that, all these things. Now look, some of us have, you know, some of us have tendencies, right? Like nobody's perfect. So we have tendencies where some days we don't, we don't do the best. But as I try to remind you all, I'm talking about a pattern of behavior. Like if you have been egotistical in this one instance, as opposed to being egotistical in 90% of instances, you're probably egotistical. If you're disrespectful in this one instance versus being disrespectful in 90% of instances, that's a pattern. You're probably disrespectful. But these are these people that I'm talking about in this video, these are the people who they're only 10% of that 10% of the time they're like that. The other 90% they're not. And when they are, it's usually because the top toxic person is provoking them. And this is the trick of putting yourself around such demonically influenced people, right? Is that we can start to hate ourselves because of who we're hanging around 
and then think that because they make us believe this, that y'all must also think that about us. And now we can't even connect to the most high. It's dangerous, which is why I've been putting on my YouTube community tab, guard your heart for out of it, the issues of life flow. If we don't guard our heart from unsafe, unhealthy, toxic people, we start going in a direction and in a path that causes us to hate ourselves. Because toxic people, in order to maintain their control over you, they have to manipulate you into believing that you are the toxic one. But here's the difference. If you are repentant, if you are um, seeking the most high from that place, if you're constantly self-evaluating, you're not the toxic one. They have gaslit you, which means they have caused you to question your reality into believing that you, you are. Toxic people, the main characteristic trait of a toxic person is they're unrepentant. They can't repent. They might say sorry. They might even use the words, I repent. But true repentance is a behavioral change. So if someone who has a pattern of behavior opposite of the fruits of the Ruach, and they're constantly in that pattern, and it's never changing, they don't repent. They're not repentant. And we have to be careful being around them because they will deflect and project. Deflect means avoid the problem. Project means it's you instead so that they, it never has to touch them. So we need to be careful because they will cause us to not only question our reality, but hate ourselves. You walking around hating yourself. You walking around wondering why you got so much guilt. You walking around wondering why you don't love yourself. You even being taught that loving yourself is bougie, selfish. You know, you doing all of these things and you just trying to get better. You just trying to heal. But a toxic person will make you even feel terrible for trying to heal. Because they're a vessel of, of the enemy. They're able to be used by the enemy. So I wanted to share this scripture from Ephesians or Ephesians chapter 5, verse 29. And it says... And read Ephesians or Ephesians chapter 5 later, because it's really good. But it says, For no man ever yet hated his own flesh. And this particular chapter was really talking about like men loving their wives. Um, I haven't studied it too in depth to figure out what was going on, that they had to be told how to love their wives better. And the fact that, you know, y'all need to love, if you don't hate yourself, the wife who is supposed to be one with you. You shouldn't be hating her either. And so if you hate her, you might as well hate yourself is kind of like what it's talking about. But I haven't studied it enough to see like why are they need to be told that like what's going on that they need that reminder. But this is still applicable for all of us. So I'm going to share the takeaway. But just keep in mind, it was it was uh, directed towards men learning how to love their wives, being being conscious of how they're loving their wives. But it says, for no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, even as Yahuwah, the called out assembly. So the first line, for no man ever yet hated his own flesh. So let's talk about that real quick. If you hating yourself, and scripture is telling us, who hates his own flesh? That sounds like a mental illness, right? That sounds like a that sound like a problem. If you hate who, for no man ever yet hated his own flesh, they nourish it and they cherish it. 
So if you're walking around hating your own self, not nourishing your heart, not cherishing it in a healthy way, of course, I'm not talking about a, a bloated way, egotistical, prideful way. Uh, I'm not talking about that way. I'm talking about a healthy love for yourself. If you don't have that, something's wrong. If you don't love yourself, you don't like yourself. If you don't um, nourish yourself, not just with physical food, you know, you get hungry, you go get something to eat. Cause you're like, let me take care of myself and go get something to eat. Some of us don't even do that. We know our body is telling us to eat and we won't even take care of it because we in toxic relationships that stress us out so much. We don't even, we don't want to eat even when our body is telling us we need to. Hey, you need to feed me. I'm getting a little malnourished here. You so focused on the hormones that release from being in a toxic relationship, you don't even nourish and care for yourself properly. You hate yourself. You may not say it out loud, but in your mind, it's in there. I hate myself. Ask yourself, who, who told these lies that you believe about yourself, these, these wicked things that people say about you and spew into your life, you know, your, I'm just going to say it straight up. You a hoe. You a whore. I grew up, I'm 11, 12 years old, and a family member would tell me that. You whore, you hussy, you hoe. I had never slept around like that. You know, 11 and 12, who? You know what I mean? I actually had been molested by that time. And so the damage psychologically that did to me to make me believe that I'm a whore and a hoe and a hussy out of someone's toxic poisonous mouth is also battling the guilt, the self-hatred I feel for letting, letting someone molest me. See, toxic people, we gotta be really careful about them because this might be too much for some of y'all but when you look at what witchcraft is, toxic people sometimes don't even know that they're practicing in it, practicing it. They speak these things into your life and you're not even that. It comes right out of their mouth. They call you names, they label you things. They say you're doing things that you're not. They call you things and make you to be a person that you're not. But because they plan it so manipulatively you start to think you are that and then you can become that but Ephesium or Ephesians 5 says for no man ever yet hated his own flesh but nourishes and cherishes it who hates their own flesh and don't nourish and cherish it somebody that hate themselves, somebody that been gaslit that been manipulated somebody that has been in a toxic relationship one of the things that really hurts my heart, and y'all don't see the comments sometimes because some, some of them I just, I, I will block people like this. But um, sometimes people leave comments and they make fun of people who are, have, are in toxic relationships. I've had one person say, um, leave a comment and say, you know, you talk about all this toxic relationships. I guess I'm in a toxic relationship with my toddler because they make me tired. They make me this, they make me that and they make a joke out of it. And see, if you've never been in a toxic relationship, you don't know what that feels like to, to, you don't know the damage, you don't know the emotional trauma 
um, that does to you. You don't know what that's like. It's not a laughing matter. I don't make jokes about it. And I actually block people who do come on my channel and make jokes about it because the spirit in you that would make it make a emotional abuse comical. It doesn't belong here. It doesn't belong here. And so I know for some of you that are watching, people that have not been in what you're in, I understand you. They don't get it. They don't know what you're going through. They don't know what you've been through. They don't know what that feels like. People that come from healthy relationships and families and backgrounds and friendships, you know, they don't know what that's like. They have no idea. So when you talk to them, they probably give you bad advice because you cannot handle a toxic person the same way you would a healthy person. This is a, this is a whole different set of uh, challenges before you. And it's tricky. It's tricky dealing with them. You gotta, you gotta be wise as a, what is it? Wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove with them. You gotta be really wise with them. But I just wanted to leave y'all with that because I got to get ready. I got to teach a class in a minute. Um, I love you. <laughs> my husband, my husband down there blowing me kisses. Um, I just want you to know that it is whoever this is for. I want you to know that it's really important you sit down, get you a pen, a piece of paper, list the things that you believe, the negative things you believe about yourself. I'm not saying that every negative thing that you feel and think and believe is untrue or true. You know, sometimes it could be true because, you know, sometimes we've been in toxic relationships for so long, we start to become toxic, toxic right? Or, you know, um, which is why it's really careful that you guard your heart because you can become the very thing you hate. Um, so I'm not telling you it's true or it's not true. But what I'm telling you to, what I'm encouraging you to consider is that you want to, pinpoint where these these voices are coming from where these thoughts and these things are coming from that you're believing about yourself which if you have the thought I hate myself it's traced back to something else where where is it coming from who's speaking into your life what relationship past present is causing you to walk around feeling guilt if you feel if you struggle with guilt and shame a lot 9.9 .9 times out of 10, it's probably a, rooted in a toxic relationship and something that they told you about yourself that you never really dealt with fully, right? So sit down, write those thoughts out, the, the things that make you feel guilt and shame about yourself, um, and ask the Most High to reveal to you where they've come from, because they're not from Him, you know? He doesn't speak to us in that way. And in doing that, I bet, I don't bet, cause that's a gambling term, but I believe you will then see that it will correct some of the things in your intimacy with the most high. Because like I said, look back over your life. When you were around, if you're around healthy people, that is right now, look back over your life when you were around really toxic people and what you thought about yourself. I bet you'll find you also thought that Yah, you also thought that the Most High Yahuwah thought about you in that way too. Fast forward, think about when you were around really healthy people and you were more, you know, this scripture, uh, uh, no man ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it. You cherish, you nourish it, you love yourself. You get to, 
you know, you get the lies out of your head. Now suddenly your relationship with the most high Yahuwah is healthier, right? Who we're around has a lot to do with what we think even the most high believes about us. So we gotta be really careful because the enemy is really clever. If he know that he can't get you to believe a lie, then he wants to put you in the, in the, uh, I was gonna say circumference. <laughs> he wants to put you in the company of the people who can get you to believe the lie about yourself. And he's tricky and he'll take his time and he'll be slow. And he might start off with nice things and gifts and things that seem beautiful and all that stuff like that. And it is a tool. I talked about this in a previous live. It's a tool, a trick, or a ticking time bomb. Go look at that video where I talked about those things. How sometimes you could think somebody loves you, but they're only using this act of love to manipulate you. Um, I think it was called, that doesn't mean they love you. Go check that video out. All right. So it was nice to see y'all. I am, I ain't going to go there. The most high is with me but um it, it took a little bit to get on here today but i thought it was important that the that you know that um that you know that the most high has love for you and the most high also wants you to have love for yourself i know it's often taught that it's selfish to love yourself but if you don't love yourself you can't really love nobody else because you don't even know how to love you so how are you gonna know how to love somebody else it's really important for us to learn how to love ourselves and nourish and cherish, take care of in a healthy way with a balance, um, even as Yahuwah, the called out assembly does, okay? I'm Zara Hairston, helping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. And you can visit zarahairston.com slash help me for a list of resources that may help you do just that. Peace. Thanks for enjoying this podcast episode. Keep pressing to break free from toxic connections and or mindsets. Subscribe and join my email list at ZaraHarrison.com for more resources. Y'all bless.